There it is. Watch out for the filibuster. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to break the fourth wall in the first ten seconds. Almost deleted this great theme song you're hearing behind the track. Which can only mean one thing. It's the freestyle. It's Saturday afternoon, and we must have back on the show our buddy from the Philadelphia region, the Drexel Dragon himself, Carl Ray. What is up, my man? Hey, hey, buddy. Good to see you, and or actually, I literally can see you. The listeners can hear you. Good to hear you again. Last time you were on, great first appearance, and we are back today for a very important topic. But first, let me say on behalf of all the freestyles out there, congratulations to you and your wife on getting married in the interim. Um, and Thank you, buddy. congratulations on that tasty Bloody Mary that you're drinking. Uh, tell us a little bit about that one first. Well, it's it's the kitchen sink, really. You know, anything I could find in the fridge. We've got a little bit of everything in here. Is I that, think there's grape pecan mustard in here, too. Is there a bacon strip on top of that bad boy? If you're not putting bacon in your Bloody Mary, you're doing it wrong. Correct. And then after you take your sip, what kind of vodka are you going with? Tito's. Handcrafted American vodka. Unofficial sponsor of the week, live from Carl's Man Cave or Living Room or wherever you are in your dojo. Um, all right, man. So you had a great idea. And, 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 and at first, I was like, well, we've kind of already done it. Because last year, the great Ann Kennedy, one of our pundits and I, went through the top and least favorite Christmas songs of our own and did the same thing with movies. But what you came up with, and I'm just going to call it this and we can explain it, but it's like the quintessential sure. rock and roll Christmas song mixtape playlist, for lack of a better term. Um, kind of like an alternative Christmas song jams to put on for those, like, if you want to kind of bro out your Christmas playlist, or maybe it's you and your college buddies, or your frat buddies, or you just don't want to hear Mariah Carey for the 9,000th time, I love you, Mariah, you're welcome on the show anytime, but you came up with some alternative, kind of this, this like, rock and roll Christmas mixtape. This would be a great list for a party. Great party list. Great party list. Great party list. And so, essentially... You sent me 11 songs. I put some notes on those. And I also threw a couple of other is in there. I figure this is not a countdown. This is not a which one's the best. This is literally, they're all going on the mixtape. If you're going to do a Christmas party in the next week and a half, two weeks here, if you're, again, looking to do a little bit of a, you know, non-traditional alternative, like, but not just sprinkle one in, do the whole thing, this is the list for you, correct? Correct. Absolutely. Okay, and before we get into uh, what is going to be a bad Paul Stanley voice impression on my part, uh, filibusterfreestyle.com is where you can check out myself, the work of our pundits like Carl, and everything else. So thanks to everybody who checks out the website. And um, all right, so again, just to you're, kind of put it in – go ahead. You're, you're brought, you're, the episode with your brother was hilarious, by the way. Yeah, he, um, he really came on hot, strong, and, and definitive. <laughs> Definitive hot takes, my brother Alex. It's definitely a record for cursing on the show. I mean, the best part is he only used one curse word, and he just used it over and over again. (laughs) All right, so anyway, really quickly and completely out of context, I'm going to do a little Paul Stanley. If Paul Stanley were going to introduce this this set list, he'd say, I don't want no Mariah Carey. I'm not trying to listen to any Bing Crosby. I want the quintessential rock and roll Christmas song mixtape playlist, a.k.a. how to bro out Christmas list, Cold Gin. I, I hope Kiss doesn't have a Christmas song. I'm sure they have one. I'm just hoping they don't. Here's the issue, though. If, if, if Kiss 
has a Christmas song in all of my YouTube wormhole Christmas activity last night preparing for the show. I think I would have found it, and I didn't find it. So, to I the- just I can't imagine a band like that mm-hmm. with all their everything that they sell. Correct. They don't have a commercial Christmas song. It's took- incredible. One, I can completely agree with that take. But two, um, are, are most of the guys in that band, they happen to be Jewish? Yeah, good point. Maybe maybe good it's point. like a Hanukkah song we don't know about from Kiss. I'm not making this up, but I'm not trying to get all Total, weird. But um, miss on my part. I think, you're, I think you're right. But either way, there are plenty of Jewish people and people of all denominations who've, who've cashed in on the Christmas song uh, Euphoria because everybody's doing Christmas songs. But even if Kiss is Jewish... They- cash in on it, they would have cashed Correct. in. Correct, and we would know about it, because I mean, you know, right. to, to quote uh, Luke Wilson from um, Meet the Parents, JC was Jewish, you're in good company. <laughs> right. So right. Anyway. All right, let's get to it, man. Do you have the list of the songs that you sent me in, in the sequential order, and do you want to like run us through with the, your playlist here? Um, yeah, uh, we, we can do that. What, do you want to talk about each song? Or Yeah, yeah, so for instance, the first one you sent me, I believe, was like Father Christmas by the Kinks. Yeah, yeah. So let's so, start there. Absolutely, uh, the Kinks, one of my all-time favorites. I, uh, I just, I, I can't get enough of them. I think they, uh, you know, they're they're kind of on the, they were on the cusp of the punk rock thing yep. before it was called punk rock. Correct. Um, uh, two brothers, Ray and Dave Davies, don't get along at all. Nice. <laughs> Uh, wish they did because I'd sell my right arm to go see a Kinks concert. Correct. Actually, I was reading. It, it, this might be a total rumor, but I was reading that they are talking again. Well, that's good. Um, well, yeah, so, which I, I mean, I'm hoping for a reunion, but I, I, I'm not holding my breath. All right, but so, so clearly, that's one of the reasons that the Father Christmas by the Kinks has made your your playlist. Um, I mean, my thoughts on this one. I love that it's an original concept, and I think you hit the right. nail on the head last night. And I always had the same, the same throughout my notes, which is a lot of these songs are by artists who did not compromise their integrity or originality to create a Christmas song. A lot of them, right. didn't, a lot of them didn't remake somebody else's song for the most part. A lot of them kept, it sounds like a song by the Kinks that happens to be about Christmas versus the other way around, you know? Right. Um, and Absolutely. This, and this one is a total rocker. And basically, it's a song about a department store Santa getting mugged and robbed by some poor kids. They want yep. his cash, straight cash, homie, and great use of a, of a xylophone in there, too. So I, I think this song's a home run for any alternative Christmas playlist. Right. So you, you touched on one thing. Like you said, uh, none of these artists compromise their integrity. I, I sent it to you last night. I don't know if you gave it a, a cringeworthy listen. Nope. But we were talking about Scott Weiland and his Christmas album. Correct. And it is horrible. Right. I mean, I, th- I think I told you it sounds like, you know, he got stoned on heroin and did his best impersonation of Robert Goulet. <laughs> right, right. Which is a hell you of know, a concept, but... It's it's an unbelievable concept. Didn't work. Did not work. Sometimes art is just meant for the artist, you know what I mean? Uh, the bottom line is, as you know, from, from the show that my brother was on, Scott Wilder can basically do no wrong for me, so I didn't even right. listen to it because I don't want to compromise my... I'm, I'm turning some blind eyes to, to that, but I, actually, I will check it out. I just didn't have a That's chance fair. to. All right, That's next fair. next song on your list was Little St. Nick by the Beach Boys. Um, yeah. Clearly, um, that song is more likely to make it to, our, to a traditional playlist, but, but why does it make this list for you? Um, you know, I just... Uh, 
I don't have a good answer for that, uh, really, uh, because you know you could you could lump in Bruce Springsteen there too. Correct. Um, clearly, rock song. I, it's just, uh, and maybe this one doesn't deserve to be on the list. I just think it's kind of cool. It's a Beach Boys song. No, no, I'm it's a, a Christmas song. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm okay with it. I mean, uh, my my notes are it's a jam, and the Beach Boy harmonies are the best darn harmonies of the 20th century. So throw it on. It's a good jam. One for the grandparents. Merry Christmas, baby. It's probably been in about a, a million movies. I mean, I think every Christmas movie has to have this song. <laughs> There's an obligatory Little Saint Nick by the Beach Boys scene. <laughs> yeah. Well, because like to your point, scene, it, every that's opening why, scene has Little Saint Nick play. Yeah, and that's kind of why I was saying of the songs on this list, it's probably the most likely to be on like a traditional one because I do think it's, you know, it's rock and roll, but it's like 50s and early 60s surf rock and roll, which is a lot more mainstream right. than, say, ACDC, who, by the way, we'll get into, but I'm not going to get into it yet. <laughs> All right. One of the few covers, at least in my mind, straight covers that you brought up was by a band local to the New Jersey area, the Whirling Dervishes. Let's talk about that one for us. This is a cover of Thurl Ravenscroft, You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. Mm -hmm. And it's just a rocked up version. I mean, it's, you know, that song in itself is kind of a cool song. It's a great song. It's a great alternative Christmas song. Right. You throw some electric guitar and some, some heavy drums in there. I mean, it's, it just makes for a cool rock song. Yeah, I agree. I think that, um, you know, I was skeptical until I gave it a listen, but like, it's, it's, a good, it's a good rock version of one of my all-time favorite kind of tongue-in-cheek Christmas songs. So, yeah, I, yeah. on the list. And uh, unfortunately for that band, maybe their only semi-commercial success. Ooh, yeah. Then again, you know they're they're local dudes from Jersey. I'm sure they're doing well down the shore, right? Down the shore, right? I well, I heard it growing up in Baltimore on 98 Rock. So clearly, you know, it's getting out there somehow. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what. If you can break out of Jersey, getting all the way to Baltimore, that's that's definitely some regional success. Which we, state, which we appreciate success. very much. Speaking <laughs> of regional success. I do want to plug two Christmas songs from the Filibuster Freestyle family. Uh, both Reindeer Party, with my cousin Rob and I did last summer, and uh, Shining It Out on Christmas, which I did just by myself last, last uh, Christmas as well. Um, two songs that are on the, on the SoundCloud slash website slash anywhere you can find the Filibuster Freestyle. If you want to add some truly obscure and uh, alternative Christmas songs to your playlist, Consider Shining It Out on Christmas or Reindeer Party. I'm just saying. 30 cents on iTunes. Not even. Free. For the price free of on, on the house. Yeah, exactly. No charge. No charge. It. It's for you all. It's for our present to you from last year that we're going to give again. It's a re-gift. Like peach schnapps in a Yankee swap. But you'll accept credit cards. Oh, yeah. If you want to pay us yeah, for If, if you want to pay us want. for the rights, cool. All right, man. This one might be our most controversial song of the evening on my end, but... Okay. Uh, the Seasons Upon Us by the Dropkick Murphys. Um, what do you, why is it on the, Why is it on your? I mean, I know why it's on your list, but tell us your thoughts on the song. Okay, for, first of all, I love the Dropkick Murphys. Mm -hmm. I think you know, as a newcomer to this whole, well, I guess they're all kind of newcomers to this genre. But as a as a relative newcomer to this genre, they knocked it out of the park. Mm -hmm. This is a home run. Um, a lot of these songs are kind of the anti Christmas song. Right. And this is really, you know, they're trying to they're trying to give you a, a, a paint a picture of what Christmas means to them, and, and I think they did a great job. Okay, um, I, I think it's a cool tune. I will say this: the video is phenomenal. If you um, if you have YouTube, check it out. If you either 
are a white trash relative or have a white trash relative, this, this video is for you. If you're from Brockton, Massachusetts, this is your this is your vid. Which is only about 20 miles from where I grew up, so it actually the video really hit home for me. Um, that being, let me just get my my thoughts on the drop kicks out, okay? And I like them a lot. Yeah. They're from like they're from where I'm from. They have absolutely capitalized on that like Boston Irish vibe, and they've taken it national, if not international. Right. I just want to get this out there. I feel like they basically stole a lot of the Pogues vibe, added a okay. ba- added a bagpipe guy. Through in right. a pinch of mighty mighty Boston's bravado, and okay. that's kind of their act, and that's great because ship them up to Boston is an all timer. It's in every arena, even that have nothing to do with Boston. But this song reminds me of the song by Dennis Leary back in the nineties. I'm an a hole, um, right. but about Christmas. Um, I'm fine with it being in, and I think you did a good job of saying it's what Christmas means to them. And my, the, the thing I wrote at the end of my notes was, convince me, Carl. But I think you, you, you convinced me, and it's your concept, so I'll yeah, slide I this mean, one in. It's it's not dirty. It's a family song. It's just it's a family song. It's a radio play. Yeah, uh, yeah. Look, uh, are the drop kicks can, can they come off as a bit of a gimmick? Sure. But, but look, they, they <laughs> but it's a great gimmick. Into, it's a great gimmick, and they've cracked into commercial success. Um, probably mostly to do with that song and the uh, the soundtrack, the uh, Chip It Up to Boston, yeah, uh, and the, from the Departed soundtrack. But you know, I, I just think it's a neat tune. It, it's a lot of these are the anti-Christmas, like I said. They, yeah. they're just they're kind of like the anti-hero of Christmas, and I, I just I kind of dig the song, and, and a lot of people really like that song. No doubt, know, for, for such a new tune, it I is new. And you know what? Those those guys actually let's. Let's go on a little bit of a tangent here. So we talk about how Kiss is really good at cashing in on stuff. Like they're the ultimate cash-in band, right? Right. I, I do think that, like, for what the drop kicks are, they absolutely have maximized their commercial uh, ceiling. Like they they were in the Red Sox movie with Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore, and they had Tessie. They right. reprised that song, Tessie. Yeah. Um, I'm. I'm Forgetting like their first hit right now, but it was like a bad. It's like Barroom Hero, right? Bar- yeah, yeah, Bar- I think that was it. I mean, they've done Spicy a great. McHaggis jig is a is a good one. Yeah, they've done a great job. I mean, yeah, I'm not here to I'm not here to hate on those guys. I just it was the one I had the most kind of like you know let me see if I can convince Carl, like get Carl to convince me. But great video, really enjoyed it. It was funny, and like every every hard stumble you know band that's trying to bring up their old school hard roots. There's a little bit of love in that room, even though it's a very anti anti. Christmas dinner, like you said. All right. Totally, yeah. Let's switch gears completely and go to Trans-Siberian Orchestra's Christmas Eve Sarajevo. Okay, so if you ever get a chance to go see these guys live... I have. Go ahead, though. Okay. For listeners, if you get a chance, do it. Absolutely do it. Yeah. It seems expensive. It is expensive. Totally worth it. Yeah. I mean, just an incredible live show between... You know the artists themselves, and the like the laser light show they put on yep. is just out of this world. Yeah, it's like if Metallica did only Christmas music, and uh, it's like a two part concert. And I don't know; they, I think they mix it up every year. But the one that I saw was kind of a whole story. It's yep. like a an album. Yeah, they story. do like an epic, right? And then they rock out at the end, and they have like pyrotechnics and lasers, and you know they're dueling uh, lead guitar players. Yeah, they essentially get you in the mood for heavy metal with Christmas with a Christmas story, and then they just play right. heavy metal for like another half an hour. I mean, it's it's a it's a dedicated Christmas band that has 
dual lead guitarists. I mean, I mean, it's it's just that's awesome. Yeah, I loved it. I mean, I went and saw it live. I definitely recommend doing it once at least. Uh, we, my parents took us, and my my aunt and uncle took their their kids at the time. It was like probably ten years ago now, at least. And it was great. So I'm down Mohegan Sun, then Connecticut, and uh, I did a little gambling afterwards. And yeah, it was great, great, great day for everybody. Great day for everybody. Well, that's the other. That's the other thing. So this is a kind of a, a metal group. Yeah, family-friendly. Family-friendly metal group, and I would say this. Like I, like I just mentioned, there's definitely like if Metallica had only done Christmas songs for their career, this is pretty much that. Um, but but definitely a cool song to see in those like Christmas lights sing to music shows on people's houses or a Miller Lite commercials. Yeah. Miller, yeah. Miller Lite, unofficial sponsor of the week. You're welcome, and I'm welcome <laughs> to have one in my fridge whenever I'd like. Uh <laughs> All right, let's move on to a jam that I had for... I didn't even know it was sung by this guy. I had okay. no idea that Billy Squire was the guy who sang Christmas the time to say I love you. I had no idea it was Billy Squire until yesterday. Yeah, and if you, if you YouTube it, I'm sure you can find the video. It's like a... Uh, it's like an old school... When MTV still played music, it was like an old school MTV send-off video where they have like all the VJs yep. kind of... Sitting together, and Billy Squire sitting in the middle in an oversized cable knit sweater, <laughs> jamming this song, and it is just like the coolest thing. And you know, look, I feel bad for Billy Squire. He completely trashed his career with one music video. I mean, yeah. before that, people don't remember he was wildly popular. Oh, yeah, he was the man. I mean, everybody likes the Stroke. That's the jam right there. Yeah. Yeah, and he had a ton of songs. Which song, which which video did he do that in? I don't even know that answer. Uh, I'd have to look it oh, up. Okay, if you don't have it in front of you, no worries. But, but if you if you if you Google it, it just it, it will immediately pop up. Basically, I, I don't know what was involved. If he was on drugs or somebody was telling him that the dance move was okay, but he's basically flailing around in this music video, yeah, like. Madonna or something. I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like the worst dance that you can imagine. Like worse than Elaine from Seinfeld. Mm. So is it kind of like the concept album of Scott Weiland doing Robert Goulet Christmas songs, but it in was dance form? Total, it was a total miss and ruined the guy's career. Oof. I mean, we, you know. <laughs> I mean, the guy, it's, hey, listen. Hey, Billy, Billy Squire, listen, we're coming from a place of love here, brother. And, and I will say this. I mean, I watched that video last night. It was literally the 1981 like Christmas party for MTV. Like you said, it all the original, really cool. the original VJs were there. Right. Um, it, it is a really neat video. It's a, it's like a feel good. Yeah. Like that was their send off for the feel night. good was, Christmas like sing along. Yeah. And I would say this, Carl. If if you put that on your alternative Christmas song mix that we're talking about. I think it's a good sing-along that might get the people in your house to sing along. Get get the energy up a little bit. You got it. No diggity, it. no doubt. Now the next one I find interesting because number one, it was my favorite. It was my favorite Christmas song of all time last year uh, okay. when when, I, when Ann Kennedy and I, Ann Kennedy Sullivan and I talked about this. But um, it's not a it's not a rock song, but it's certainly super alternative. I'm talking right. about the legendary Run DMC, the legendary Christmas and Hollis. It's an all-time fave. I'm not even going to gush over it. People can go back and listen to the tape on that one. Why is it on your list, man? Because it's the only rap I mean, song is, on here. Is there even another Christmas rap song? I, I will cover that. With, well, do you want me to cover that now? Not, 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 certainly not as good. Okay. So there are Christmas rap songs. Well, there's a couple that I would say are definitely in the rap persuasion. 
um, one of which I will cite, uh, and actually I'll cite it now as an honorable mention, because I would probably potentially put it on mine, which is Christmas wrapping, pun intended, W-R-A-P-P-I-N-G, by the waitresses, who until last okay. night I thought was actually Blondie, because the woman kind of like rap sings uh, uh, yeah, the I whole song. And yeah. let's just talk about this now, because one, I literally thought it was Blondie until last night, but the waitresses... Um, this song is straight out of the 70s. It's got like a punk, you know what? disco, hip-hop groove. I don't know why I didn't put that on this list. Yeah, it should be on that, your... That's clearly on this playlist that I grabbed. Um, yeah. I don't know if I thought it was too commercial or what. Yeah, no, no, no. The Waitress's Christmas Rapping is is like a hip-hop groove, disco, punk track from the 70s. Uh, I have absolutely great, like, I have some questions from this video, just really quickly. And I know you haven't seen okay. it, but... First of all, who's the lead singer? She's a very handsome lady, if you know what I mean. Good, good-looking lady. Okay. Uh, and I didn't know who I'm she is. Have to, I'm gonna have to Google that. Yeah. I, I, I seriously, I, I definitely have not watched the video. Yeah. My fault. And then the video is '80s, '80s to a T. Um, the oh, rest wow. of the band are apparently all male waitresses, aka waiters. So I was questioning, <laughs> I was questioning why they're the waitresses. But then hold the phone. The bass player, awesome. the bass player is also a lady. And the best part about the whole song is the bass groove. So, ladies and gentlemen, YouTube it. Put it on your I'm, thing. I'm definitely YouTubing it. It's got a cool love story at the end, too. All of it, man. Anyway, all of it. So, Christmas wrapping, I'm, I'm putting on there. But anyway, that's the only other one I can think of. Let's go back to Christmas and Hollis. Um, okay. did, were you blown away when you first heard it? I thought it was like the almost original thing ever when it happened back in, like, 86. Okay, so talk, so talk about, you know, these artists not compromising integrity at all Correct. i mean this is just a a great run dmc track yep. that happens to also be a christmas song. yeah absolutely you know it's it's it's, it's awesome yeah and and i t- and i completely agree like blew me away when i first heard it i mean it's it's awesome it's a great tune and, and it's it's not one you get sick of you know you, no. you hear a lot of you hear a lot of christmas songs this time of year right this is not one that I would change the channel. Never. And, and, and as I said last year, this just hit me, and I, I got to get my obligatory diehard mention. Um, when Argyle, the limo driver, is rocking out to Christmas in Hollis on the phone at Nakatomi Plaza while the terrorists are taking over and Bruce Willis is like trying to call him, that's yeah. phenomenal stuff. Phenomenal <laughs> stuff. Phenomenal comic relief in an action movie. Good stuff. Right. But Argyle eventually helps out, which is great. I love Argyle. But where did where did that where did that wind up on your Christmas movie list? Was that oh, was that on there? For me, it was definitely in the top three. Right, big time. That, that's, that's a big a time movie. Christmas movie. Um, okay, this one completely different direction. Um, oh wait, sorry, I'm skipping over one. Um, all right, but definitely a different direction stylistically, which is um, "Merry Christmas, I Don't Want to Fight Tonight" by the Ramones. Give me your thoughts on this one. Oh man, uh, just you know, typical Ramones punk rock, uh, quick song. Yep. Um, two two and a half minutes. Two and a half, right? Two and a half minutes. Sparky Ramone pounding away on the drums. <laughs> it's it's so cool. Um, Marky Ramone actually still tours from time to time, and actually Andrew WK uh, fills in to sing for him. That's cool. So they're, they're, they play Ramones tracks, but it's Andrew WK singing, which is completely cool. But no, it, it's a good tune. I mean, it's just a really kind of one of those upbeat Ramon songs. It, it sounds like a Ramon song. It, it does sound like a Ramon song. Is, is he the last living Ramon, Marky Ramon? I think he may of be. Of the original yeah. guys, yeah. 
Yeah, he was the drummer. You know what's super cool about this video, too, is that it's such a Long Island theme, bless you, video. Um, yeah. Like, such, like, the accents of the guy and the gal who are fighting are, like, Nassau County through and through, like Massapequa. Right. She literally right. drops like a Mineola in the beginning of the video. She's like, you know we're supposed to go to my parents in Mineola. It's, it's phenomenal. Um, right. uh, what I would say is this, this video, and again, it came out like probably early 80s, mid 80s. It's a cross between the Beastie Boys Fight for Your Right party video, but with a Christmas party domestic squabble happening. And like not domestic abuse, just squabbling. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, squ- it's a squabble. And, like, different time and place, but really funny video, quick little banger, two and a half minutes, throw it on your list. It's Christmas. I don't want to fight tonight. I don't want to fight tonight. That's a great concept. Like, you know, let's put off fighting till the day after Christmas. Yeah, it's what we call Boxing Day in England or St. Stephen's Day in Ireland. Right, (laughs) exactly. Might literally be Boxing Day for remote. Right. Double entendre is much appreciated, sir. Love it. We're classing it up here. Let's save that next song for last, by the way. That's cool. The one by the uh, from the band from Ohio. No, the the. Oh, I moved that one all the way to the end. I did. Okay, good. Yeah, okay, yeah. Good. So the next okay. one is going to be two thousand miles by the Pretenders. Yeah. Which is a great song. Go ahead. It's, it's it's an awesome tune. I mean, Chrissy Hind is just she has a an extremely distinctive voice. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Chrissy Hind. Um, I've I've heard like ten covers of this song. None of them was good. None is good. No way. I mean, uh, love yeah. the Pretenders. She's just awesome. Yeah. You know? Could you, let me ask you a question about the Pretenders. Are they like the most underrated band ever? I mean... They, they're, they're pretty underrated. I, <laughs> like they're super... Like, again, I don't know anybody who wouldn't, like, say, you know, the Pretenders are really good. Like, I don't, I don't know anybody who's ever like, I hate the Pretenders. But when I think about, like, this song being, like, a really good pretender song that happens to have a Christmas theme, when I think of how many songs they have that are, like, they're, like, sneakily I'm aware of, and then I'm, like, when I compile the list, I'm, like, this is a super underrated band. They're fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, Chrissy Hine, total Hall of Famer. Um, You know, again, this song does not compromise their integrity. Um, yeah. And it's uh, that's what I believe makes a real badass Christmas song is yeah. do something original, do something true to your band, and then put it out there, and people will like it, and it will become part of forever. Nice pick, Carl. So, Great pick. Yeah. So I guess a, I guess another kind of thought on this is <clears throat> none of these songs I'd be embarrassed to blast in my car. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, sure. I just wouldn't be embarrassed. I'd be jamming away to these songs. So. And that's uh, pretenders, definitely. I mean, they're legit. I mean, like I would say, yeah, I would just say great pick by you. I I was gonna get into something about Chrissy Hine, and I'll be on Friends with Phoebe, and she replaced Phoebe at Central Perk, and Phoebe was like, "Well, do you know, you know, what chords do you know?" And uh, Chrissy Hine was like, "All of them." (laughs) It was great. Anyway, uh, okay, this next pick by you, I can honestly say. I had never heard the song in my life until last night, which is crazy. And that's, and that's a problem. It's a sin. Thank God it's Christmas by Queen. Take us through this. I literally did not know the song existed. I have no idea how. And that's that's kind of that's what kind of strikes me about this song. I mean, it's Queen. I know, man. And you don't hear it that often. You no. just don't. Right. Well, you never heard it. Um, thank right. God it's Christmas. It's a uh, it's just a, a great feel good upbeat Queen song. 
you know, it's it's just a good tune. I I I can't imagine other than maybe him thanking God in the title of the song why this doesn't have the commercial success that it does. But that it fr- frankly, I don't think anybody in this country has problems with using God in in, in every situation. Not everybody likes to use God, but enough people do. I, right. And I honestly thank God it's Christmas just, to, is a total to save. I'm my brain as to why this is not, is not a popular song. I, it, it blows me away. Is it because Queen just has so many great songs that it would be overshadowed? But that's kind of the reverse argument because, like, if they have great songs, why not play their Christmas song? I think it's a solid effort. Like, I wrote down, you know, it's, it's great because it's Queen and it's Freddie Mercury. And that's right. always the recipe for success. And my, my biggest... Takeaway from this song is how did I miss this song for the better part of four decades? Like, yeah. I like music. I'm doing right. this list with you. I did a list last Christmas. Like, <laughs> we had that. We have. We have that now. That's what I call Christmas part one on cassette tape at my parents' house. Like, you know, like right. I know stuff about Christmas songs. I've never heard a Queen song. Meanwhile, two weeks ago, I'm seeing Freddie Mercury number one overall in the greatest frontman of all time bracket. So, like, clearly I'm not right. a hater on Queen. This blew my mind that they had a song called Thank God It's Christmas. Blew my mind. So, so that means if you haven't heard it, maybe people out there haven't heard it. Which means people, put it on your quintessential, alternative, Christmas rock and roll mixtape playlist. And then let your playlist. family hear it too, man. Heck yeah. All right. Absolutely. Now, before we get into the song that you wanted to end on, I got a couple I want to throw out there for you, okay? Great. Maybe we'll make this a double album. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> or let's say you've got a lot, let's say you have a longer party to attend and you want a longer playlist. You've heard not 10 out of 11 of Carl's picks. Going to add some G Money picks and then we're going to go back to Carl's finale, which I would agree with wholeheartedly, all right? So, one that I would throw out there off the bat is, you know, Christmas All Over Again, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Wow. I, I, see, that's another one I forgot about. Not a bad jam. And it's an original, it's, it's a Tom Petty song about Christmas, I think. Uh, I also believe Wait, it was... I, I just bought Tom Petty tickets yep. last night. So we're going in July, club box tickets. I am pumped. Good for you, man. Where are they playing? In uh, Philly? Uh, yeah, I think the, whatever they call the indoor arena now, it's not Wachovia. Wells Fargo. Oh, I Wells Fargo Arena. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, anyway... Yeah. That's a good jam. Third on your thing. I would just say, you know, it's also, I believe, the ending song to Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. All good things. Um, okay. Okay. One that I kind of brought up because I was thinking about Home Alone was Run Run Rudolph by Chuck Berry. Um, okay. And the reason I like that one is it, it, it kind of sounds like the song that Chuck Berry sings that they used in Pulp Fiction when John Travolta and Uma Thurman are dancing, like, uh, yeah. never can tell. It basically sounds like that song, but it's about Rudolph. <laughs> I, I think that's what happened. I think, I think you know, maybe executives came to him at some point and said, hey, man, it's like two days before Christmas, we need that Christmas jam. And, he's and like, he said, okay. Run, run, Rudolph, Santa, I'm going to make it the day. I got the guitar licked down. Yep. You, know? <laughs> you can play a guitar like he'd be ringing a bell, go, go. You know? So anyway... Uh, I would throw that in there. Okay, here's one that I really want to get into because I think I blew your mind last night with it. This is an ACDC quintessential cut off of Razor's Edge record that happens to be called Mistress for Christmas. Of course it is. So it sounds exactly how you think an ACDC Christmas song would sound. It has jingle bells, power chords, and sexual innuendos galore. 
Uh, and it was released in 1990 on the same record as Thunderstruck and Money Talks. I'm talking about Mistress for Christmas, little ACDC. I, I hope you can hear the smile on my face right now, because <laughs> I had never heard this song. And when you said it to me last night, I may have replayed it like four times. Because it's hilarious. Yeah, it's great. ACDC, in their entire career has only actually written one song. Correct. It's just a very good song. Such, such a good and song. play it over and it's over It's such again. a good song. <laughs> and this one, and this time the words are about Christmas and, and infidelity. And this time they just happen to say Christmas in the song. Yeah, That's anyway, all. that one's got to get on as like one of the closing, like deep cut on the album, deep cut on the mixtape, Mistress for Christmas. Well, hang on, hang on. I've got one more deep cut okay. before we kind of pull away. Um, the Killers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I put them down. Yep, do it, do it. The Killers. The Killers did a really neat song called "A Great Big Sled." Yep. And again, it's just a straightaway Killer song. Killers song, and it's awesome. Yep. It just happens to be a Christmas tune. I guess that is that is kind of the common theme here. Yeah, but know? I would say too. So you you set me down that one last night. So I, I love that one. I love the Killers in general. And then I dug a little deeper, and they have kind of like a Christmas parody song called Don't Shoot Me Santa. Oh, really? By the Killers as well, which wasn't too shabby either. Um, I have to check that A couple out. really quick honorable mentions. Wham! Last Christmas. Now, I wouldn't put it on this list, but yeah. all I want to say about that is I thought it was George Michael by himself. Props to the other guy from Wham! for getting a Christmas jingle in, too. Um, Guess who covered that song, too? Who's that? Jimmy Eat World. Ooh, that's not bad. I like that. Yeah. I like it's that. It's a good cover, too. It's all right. A good cover. I like that. Um, one more to bring up, just because I feel like all the... Uh, well, two more to bring up. Because right. both these people have... Ver- both these groups have very big fan bases that are going to be very mad if we on the filibuster freestyle, Carl Ray, Gavin Viano, do not bring them up. Number one is... And I wouldn't put it on this list. I think it's too soft, too mainstream, not, too, not anti-hero enough, but a little bit. Happy Christmas War is Over by John Lennon and Yoko Ono. I just, it's a jam. It's a mainstream jam, you know. Okay. But anyway, I think you're going to like this one that I caught because I think you, should, you, you would have thought of this and maybe you just didn't. I believe okay. it's a remake, but it's a good one. You 2 Christmas Baby Please Come Home. Yeah, that's a good tune. That's pretty that's good. That's a good tune. I didn't think of that. I guess Bono can, I don't know. He's worn out his welcome with me. I Fair. Guess. No, I mean, he, Bono is a very polarizing figure. Um, he is. And, but, and so, so same, same deal like for your buddy with Bruce. And, and Bruce Springsteen does, I think, a couple Christmas Oh, yeah, right? I mean, yeah, totally. Merry Christmas, baby. Uh, yeah. He, and uh, another one, too. Santa Claus is coming Santa to town. Claus is coming to town. It was pretty good. It was right. pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Too mainstream for me. Um, anyway, I would just say this about the YouTube, baby. Please come home. Video gives me goosebumps. They made it back in the Joshua Tree days, complete with like a black and white video uh, when they couldn't okay. afford color video. Um, <laughs> and let me ask you this though: trivia question before we get into the last song of the night. Fire away! It, because you two, we've just we've just admitted they sing a pretty quality Christmas song. Are they the only band who can finish up with a retort the week later with a New Year's song, aka New Year's Day? Now, New Year's Day is a little dark. <laughs> But is U2 the only band with both a famous Christmas and you and New Year's song? It, it may be. And, yeah, it's totally dark. I mean, you know. 
by the way, filibuster freestyle listeners, if you can think of any others, like there's that guy who sang that '80s crap version of Odd Long Sang, which I hate, like hate, hate, hate. It's a did, New Year's song. Did Sinatra, Sinatra had a New Year's song, right? He might have. That's probably a good call by you. Prince technically had the ultimate New Year's song because it was Absolutely. 1999 was big for like 16 New Year's in a row. Um, but, no but no Christmas jam. But that's what I thought. Unless some Prince fan <laughs> could tell me about Christmas. Right, exactly. Yeah. You know why? Because Prince was a Jehovah's Witness, and he didn't believe in Christmas. Got it. Got it. Which is See? probably why Kiss didn't write one. I'm just saying back to that point earlier. <laughs> Carl, all I can do is sing Mistress for Christmas in my head. I can't get it out of my I, head. It, I, I can't stop thinking about it. As soon, as we, get, as, soon as we wrap up, up, I'm going to go back on YouTube and listen to ACDC. Anyway, let's get into... A song that I think everybody on this list is like, everybody, everybody listening to the show is like, I can't believe they're not mentioning this song. I can't believe they're not mentioning this song. Guess what? We saved it for last. Carl, do the honors, please, sir. The Pogues' Fairy Tale of New York. Mm, good stuff. Quite possibly, well, it definitely is the best Christmas song on this list. Mm -hmm. One of the best Christmas songs of all time. Yes. And what you have with the Pogues is, um, you know, before there was Dropkick Murphys, yep. there was the Pogues. Yep. We have a punk rock Irish band, basically have half of a traditional uh, folk Irish band melded with half of a punk rock Irish band. <laughs> yep. And you have the Pogues. I mean, I don't know. I think there's like 11 people in the group. It is an entire Ugh. cast of people. But uh, unbelievable. You have, mand you have mandolins in there. You have a wonderful tin whistle. Tin whistle, there. the national instrument you of have Ireland, a tin absolutely. Tin whistle in there, and you have a punk rock singer, and basically, the entire song is an argument, a fight between a couple, yeah. an Irish couple that lives in New York, yeah. and it is just an awesome story. Carl, I mean, it's, I watched the video last night. It's giving me goosebumps hearing you talk about it. Um, let me tell you this. I'm going to do you like – I'm not going to do you one better because we're actually on the same team here. I'm right. going to help you crescendo this argument, I think. You mentioned this might be the best Christmas song. Or it is the best song on this list. It might be the best Christmas song ever. I'm going to go one further. This, yeah. might, buy, this might be one of the, the best or certainly top three Christmas songs about New York – sorry, songs in general about New York City ever. Okay. I'm throwing in Jay-Z and Alicia Keys. I'm throwing in Frank Sinatra. I'm throwing in In a New York Minute. Ooh, all that crap. All I'm saying, I'm, throw, I'm throwing in Lord Tariq and Peter Gunn's Uptown Baby. I'm throwing in all of it. This might be one of the best three songs written about the city of New York ever, and it happens to be, in my mind, the best Christmas song ever. So I, I will agree. I, I will agree and... You know, just to kind of talk about the song a little bit more. Keep going, yeah. So, so you have, uh, I think his name is uh, McGowan. I forget his first name. The lead singer of the Pogues. Sure, I don't know. And then Christy McCall. Great singer. Uh, she's a great singer. She plays the other part of this couple. Okay. Yep. And the imagery that she uh, gives when she talks about New York in the winter is just awesome. Mm. I mean, you get a, an entire sense of... New York City, um, you know, when she says the wind whips right through you, there's no place for the old. It's just like, holy crap, <laughs> that is definitely New York in the winter. Yeah. Um, the other thing I, the other thing I will say is, whenever you 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 can use a line like "You're an old slut on junk" <laughs> in a Christmas song. Yeah. I think you've made it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And to echo to echo that to echo that. 
Uh, anytime you can feature questionable epithets that are no longer okay to be used, uh, right. it's derogatory. Um, yeah, so, sorry for the language. No, no, you were fine with what you said. Okay. No, but I'm just saying there's another one. It's the F word, but it's not the F word my brother used. It's the F word that is rather homophobic. But, um, right. you know, one, this yeah. song was written a long time ago. But two, Christy McCall, or whatever her first name is. Uh, is it Amy McCall? Sorry. I, what's that? What's, what's, her, what's this, what, the female singer's name? What's her name? I think her name is Christy McCall. Christy McCall, McCall yeah. Christy McCall a, calls the least... Like a, like a folk singer. Yeah, yeah. But so she, so she, she in the song, her character calls... Her husband, you know, the F word, but not not the F right. the not the F U word, the the other a one. Cheap, a cheap lousy F. Right, but right. The fact that they've somehow found a way to get those type of words into a Christmas song about New York and for it to win just speaks to the authenticity of the song. Just saying. And well, McGowan McGowan starts the song. Christmas morning, I'm in a drunk tank. I mean, by saying that he's essentially in jail. Yeah, I'm in the drunk tank. That's great stuff. Right, he's in the drunk tank. Right, <laughs> but the best part is in the video, which I never seen until last night. The cop who brings him in is Matt Dillon. A little cameo in Matt Dillon. You notice that? I gotta go back. And go watch back and watch it. I gotta watch it. Anyway, all right, dude. Listen. So first of all, it's been too long since you've been on the show. Way to come back strong. Great topic suggested by you. Um. Philbusterfreestyle.com for all the fans. They want to check this out on Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes. Like us, subscribe, all that good stuff. Leave a review. All that being said, Carl, you got anything else going on uh, related to this playlist? Not related to this playlist. Uh, thanks again for having me on. Hopefully this makes your Christmas playlist for your party a little bit cooler. And, uh, yeah, thanks again, man. I, I can't wait to come back. Let me ask you one more question before you go. What are you guys doing? What are you guys doing for Christmas? We have like we have like a bunch of parties to hit. Nice. We have we have a we have you know parties on top of parties, which is great. And then beyond that, just sticking around. Uh, we just got the house, so um, it's uh, it's great. Uh, burning some some wood burning fires, and <laughs> sitting around the Christmas tree. And, Drinking Bloody Marys as I am. Drinking Bloodies with bacon, baby. All right, everybody, thanks to, thanks for listening. Thanks to Carl Ray. This is going to be one of our two kind of part Christmas jamboree. We're going to have Ann Kennedy on tomorrow to talk about some things as well. Our Christmas traditions, good and bad, as voted on by our pundits and fans. But, uh, again, Carl, thanks to you. I'm going to play the outro. Stick around. We'll catch up for a few. Ladies and gentlemen, Merry Christmas to all from the Filibuster Freestyle. Good to dance. I wish people could see us dance. Yeah, Carl's dancing too now. <laughs> Don't forget to put Reindeer Party on your Christmas playlist, people.